now it's time for Nostalgia Town, where we speak with well-known older Australians about the journey they took that makes them the person they are today. You're listening to Baby Boomer's Guide to Life in the 21st Century with me, Lex Marinos, and... My name is Patricia Amflett. And today we're talking to one of the country's finest painters, Salvatore Zofria, born in Calabria, Italy in 1946. Salvatore migrated to Australia in 1956, one of ten children. Salvatore was educated at Balgala Public School in Sydney, but left at the age of 15 to work 11-hour days, six days a week, at Flemington Markets, humping fruit and vegetables. Encouraged by a mentor, he studied art at Julian Ashton School in Sydney and informed by Da Vinci and the other great masters such as Titian, Turner and Rembrandt, embarked on a distinguished career. His life in art was highlighted by three Sulman Prizes, and a series of large, rich, colourful tableaux featuring literary, historical and religious imagery. Salvatore, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for asking me. Thank you. And what brought you to Australia? What brought the family to Australia? I want to say it was my, um, to start with my uncle, Uncle Frank, who came here in 1925 as my father's brother. And then, of course, after the war, my father felt had to move on to a new land to the family. And so my uncle said to my father, come to Australia, this vast land, you'll do, you'll be very happy here. And so my father came here in 1949, and I was then three years old when he left Italy, Calabria, Borgia, where I was born. And so then, so then my father came first, 1949, I think, and then my mother and my two sisters come along together, the four, the four of us, and by boat to Sydney, and I can tell you, I was then a very young child of nine, very young and very naive, and so when we arrived in Sydney Harbour, it was in the morning, uh, April morning, and I was completely um, overwhelmed by the grand colour of the sea, the harbour, and above all, when I remember looking up in the sky, I see there's a massive steel arm, which is the Harbour Bridge, it was a complete new world for me. It was very, very exciting. Wow. How did you discover your love of art? My love of art was the very beginning of a child back in Italy, uh, in Calabria, Borgia. Borgia is a small town. I think about, I think, seven, 8,000 people. And so as a child, I was very much inspired by the church, I must say, the church, and all the works of the presses and things in the churches, actually with my mother and my sisters. You may know I have a large family. I'm the youngest of eight. So it was five sisters and my mother, and so I was with them all the time, being the young baby brother. And so I would go with my mother to the church, and there I would see this wonderful um, shapes and madonnas where they were all saints. And there I guess inspired me as a child to draw in color pencils if I could talk. So it's been really in my life from the very beginning to be a painter and this great passion after this very day. And Salvatore, did your did your family recognise that you had a, a an intrinsic talent? Did they encourage you? My family, listen, my family uh, were very hard-working people uh, from the farm. Uh, and my father, when he came here to say to help us to do a much better lifestyle and, and better work, and when he could see his young son, me, want to continue being art after high school, he was appalled. He was angry. <laughs> he was angry. You know, because, because, you see, you must remember, a man like him mixed with the, the working, the works of Sydney, had no idea about art, no culture really. 
and, and so he was really able to see his young son come to this new country, want to be a, a place like the church. Well, he was wrong, you see, and, so, and I, I proved him that. So mm-hmm. I stuck to my roots and let nothing stop me. So how old were you when he realised that, hey, my son's the real deal, he's great? I was, uh, I was in 14, 15 when I left high school, Balgala High, which was a dump, and I can tell you, Balgala yeah. High. And, and then, I, then I went, of course, I went to, with my brother and to work in Paddy's Market. I left the age of 15, and I went straight to the art college to learn painting in the evening. So mm-hmm. I would be working, I can tell you, um, six days a week. I was getting then, in those terms of money, 11 pounds a week, which is a lot of money then for young guy 15 to get. But my passion was to be continue to be a painter. So I think they were really the most, for me, the most awkward years was between 15 and 20. Yeah, go on. And how, how did you find your acceptance into the into the Sydney art scene as as an overseas born artist? Ah, very well, very well, very well, very well. I must tell you, um, I went to the uh, the tech first, and there I met by to my good fortune. A man called Henry Justilius, and he could see I had this great passion for drawing and painting, and so he used to invite me to go back to his house uh, on the weekend, Johnny Bonte, I had a Sunday, to go and paint with him. Now, it would have been then, I guess, my age, 70, 72, 74, or I'm 75 now, and so I, he was a, a man that became like a father to me, although my father was a Sydney and so forth, a real sort of a, a, a bully, a man, a masculine guy. Um, just Steelers was really my spiritual father who guided me into understanding the classics, with the classics, and to go with him for the first time to the Sydney Town Hall to hear the, uh, the first symphony by Beethoven, the Ninth Seventh Symphony. So it was a very lucky for me to meet a man like him. And then later on, I went to the Ashton School where I felt I needed people in my age group, 18, 19, and there I met people like Paul Joel Pratt, a friend of mine and other people, and there I had just a great uh, harmony of young people with a great passion for the Michelangelo, Botticelli, you know, Cezanne, uh, so it was very, very exciting. So I did very well as far mm. as company work, yeah. I, I read that your art has changed over the years, Salvatore. For example, you came yeah. late to painting bush landscapes. Yeah, exactly, yes, 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 I can tell you. Listen, I, yes, I came late because I... I was painting, you know, my work, I did a lot of portraits, a lot of figure painting, uh, big commissions at grand scale, and I was all very much inspired by the, by the great European classics. And, and so I, whenever I used the landscape, it was more of a, a backdrop for, for this drama I was trying to create on canvas. And then later in life, as you said, I discovered the Australian light and the bush. It was a really an epiphany a true epiphany in the sense where the light and the colours were for the first time and I'm totally consumed by it. It's just very day. So it's fantastic. Mm, mm, beautiful. And and are you yeah. still painting, Salvatore? Do you still continue? Absolutely. I mean, are you still breathing? Of course I'm still painting. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I paint every day. I paint every day. I've just completed a, a circle. I'm doing a, a series on the daylight from dawn to night and morning. Uh, to do with the Australian flowers in the landscape, the wildflowers, and each circle is 100 feet long. Wow. wow. So I've done my third circle. I'm doing two more, two more. It'll be afternoon and then night. 
And so my aim now is to transform my sensation of color, the beauty of the flowers, the sound of the of our native birds here, and the actual scent, the perfume into paint. That to me is very, very exciting. What mm. I'm doing right now, my friend, right now. This is a, a wonderful, uh, a, well, Good. an inspiring story. I read that when you were seriously ill in hospital yes. in your late 20s, you were inspired by the... Yes. King James Bible to commit to painting. That's right, exactly. Yeah, or you wanted to paint all 150 psalms. Which I'm going to. Where are you up to? Yeah, I'm up to 110 at the moment. Wow, is that wonderful? That's a, something which I feel I must do because at that moment of great spare uh, in my late youth, I was 28 then, the best of youth, I was hit by this sort of autoimmune condition and I didn't know what happened to me. I was um, the fear of dying and my passion for painting. And I read the Psalms, which is the best for me, the best Bible, King James, because it's beautiful English, wonderful words, very inspiring. And so I use still the same Bible, which I got from the hospital. I use that mm-hmm. book and I look at that and read that. And I, I read the Psalms and one verse, one line inspires my imagination to create this, the images of Dr. Sons, but God, it's about you and I, it's about the human condition, the Sons, remember? It's about the, how you and I respond to life. And so now, because now I've discovered the, the bush and the light here, I'll be looking at the Sons through the eyes of the landscape, the Australian bush here, which is just so, so magnificent. It's magic. I recall your work on a large scale. I think of the old Sydney Morning Herald building in Sydney. There, there yeah. was a large mural. There's always been a great religious influence in your work, and I'm wondering if now you reconcile that with a sense of spirituality that you get from the Australian bush. Do you see the connection between the two? That's because, you see, looking at the bush, looking at the flowers, the wildflowers here, that to me is the most wonderful uh, image, what we call this, the idea about God, this great God creation of nature, and what more can we have before us to understand this, the wonder of creation, the wonder of nature? That to me goes beyond any convention about this, about God or everything else, because it's there before us. Once we see that, we become part of this wonderful creation, which you can say it's God or Christ, whatever, or Buddha. It's this marvelous excitement that we are able to see and feel and transmit my feeling, my vision onto canvas, whether it's the flower or the landscape or a person, but now it's become more and more the landscape than ever, more. When you were growing up, Salvador, can you remember your childhood years in Italy compared to how they were in Australia? What were your influences in either country? Okay. Well, as a child there, I was there, as I said before, with my family and being the youngest, you know, among my sisters and brothers. So it was a very much um, closed um, group of people where I would go to my grandfather's farm with my with my mother or my sister. And so I was, I guess uh, I must have soaked in my, in my psyche the, the, the landscape and the hills of Calabria. But it was a very sort of, as I said before, I was a very young nine-year-old child. Now, we didn't have those as computers, that sort of stuff. So we're very much you know, in touch with the earth, I think. Then coming to Australia, that was the most exciting part because here I was age of nine, didn't know a word of English, but because I was the only child in Seaforth, Belcala area, who was a non-English background, and the name Salvatore was very, very exotic, 
uh, I'd made friends very quickly, and 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 so and they could see my my teachers then and say three A or three B or whatever, a, a primary school. Instead of going you know, learning about you know, geography or English, they could see I had this passion for drawing, and so my teacher then would call me to go to the blackboard and draw. The, the landscape of the earth or of some country. And then I would go out into the into the gar- into the schoolyard and draw the trees and, and the magpies. So mm-hmm. I was allowed, to, which is very rare, to have this great freedom. Oh, wow! And it was very exciting. And what 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 artists do you still admire today? Lots and lots of artists. Above all, I admire great craftsmanship. Drawing is so vital, and what I find today in the art world, this lack of drawing, understanding, they, they don't, I, I think people, if you can't draw, you can't paint. Drawing is the most important thing to express your your spirit. So you must have that in you. So the appeal I admire, I, I, I swing. One day I might like, say, Cezanne, Picasso, any, any painter who has had this great commitment and vision of color, I would respond to. So I've had, of course, influenced by people like, I mean, my as a child, let me tell you, uh, at primary school, I discovered this wonderful book of Leonardo da Vinci drawing of his drawings, and so I used to hog that book in the library for months. And so Leonardo was really my idol to be able to draw like him. You know, I used him as my role model in drawing to this very day. Because mm. I think Leonardo mm. da Vinci is really a great artist, and above all, that guy was a genius, a true genius. And that's what the people, the people. If they are gods among men, he'll be there on the top crown. Da Vinci is a god like among other men in the world of life. Apart from the visual arts, what what yeah. other arts have influenced you? What about your musical influences or theatre or film, or literature? Classical music and poetry. When I'm painting, I could be playing a Beethoven symphony or quartet or a Mahler symphony or a Messian, modern composer Messian, Ravel, Debussy, and I find that gets me really on my train. I just really start flying then, you know? And poetry, John Keats, uh, Dylan Thomas, wonderful poets. Um, didn't go even earlier, Virgil. I love all great literature, whether it's poetry, philosophy, but above all, it's poetry and classical music. Mm-hmm. I could be listening all day, which I do actually, play these various composers which I really find so inspiring and so rich in wonderful feeling and inspires me to put that colour. It was more like as I'm dancing on the canvas, you know? Wow, beautiful image. Wow. Oh, we're so lucky to have be speaking with you today, Salvatore. Yeah, my Vince. pleasure, my pleasure, my pleasure. You're inspiring us, inspiring all of our listeners too. Thank you, thank you. Do you have a sense of your own place in Australian art? Do you feel that you've made your own mark within the Australian culture? Absolutely. Yes, of course I do. Yes, very much so. You look at my work, look at his work, you know, you can tell what painting is like, how to, how to paint, how to draw, composition, imagination. It's all there before you. And listen, what? Well, look, actually, listen, the other day, the other day uh, at my exhibition at Macquarie University, and Stuart Clare was my agent, I was I just showed my circle, midday circle, 100 feet long, and I was, pl- I was surprised and pleased to see they had a lot of students from the art school going there looking at the work and asking questions, how I applied the paint and the colours. 
And that, to me, is very rewarding. That, to me, is more important than making a sale. Do you know that? To see younger people in the 20s to go along and be um, so taken by the image which I've created and to inspire them. That, to me, is very exciting, very rewarding in itself. And, and one final question from me is, your art seems to be conceived on a large scale, and I wonder if you ever think in smaller imagery. Yeah, I do small work. Overall, I got this set of um, woodcuts. You know, I do woodcut etchings. That's a great medium, the woodcut medium. I do etchings, uh, watercolours, drawings. But on the, the oil, I feel I, I see myself like the great Italian masters on the big scale. And I feel good. I find, I find it very exciting working on a big scale. For example, you mentioned before my Sydney Morning Herald mural. There was 100 feet long, huge works with a two-year commission by the Fairfax. And I could paint this grand scale images, men working at the machinery. Did you ever see that work of mine? Yes, indeed. I remember it vividly. Yeah. And so, see, now because it's in storage, they will go to the Powers Atomic, Powers Museum eventually. But I'd like to paint on a big scale. I did work for the Opera House uh, in Sydney. I did a, a huge fresco for them, enormous fresco. So I really feel at home on the grand scale. I really do. Okay. Moving away from art for the moment, what about socially? Do you still remain connected? Do you have a strong network of friends? I have lots of friends, lots, lots of friends. But I think now I'm trying to sort of... Uh, yeah, my friends all around me, uh, and I need friends. I need people. Now, because this bloody COVID stuff, you know, it's hard to mix with people. Uh, and I think that's affecting everybody. You know, you can't be near people. You can't hug people. You can't kiss people, which is a natural thing to do. But you can't. You're going to just say, hold back. Don't kiss me, you know. And I love mm. being kissed. I miss it a lot. <laughs> but you still maintain the importance of social connections. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, very much so. Look, I'm a young teenager. You know, I'm only going to be I'm like 16. You can't stop me. Stay that way. I just dance. You know, I'm, listen, baby, I'm dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for talking to us today. May you continue to paint for the next 500 years. Salvatore, grazie. Grazie, Prego. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks all the Thank you very much. Thanks for having me again. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. 